Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans with me, Cheryl Burke, and iHeartRadio Podcast. Hello, this is Leah Remini. I have taken over Cheryl's show. And Cheryl, as my guest now... Um, here's what I will require. Please do not give me one word answers, because if you do, I will just let it sit there and die. I will not fill it <laughs> in the holes for you because you're family. I only do that for people I don't know. Uh, it should be the opposite. Exactly. We always treat like our family and friends like shit, right? And perfect strangers. Totally. Okay. Are you ready? So ready. We shall commence the interview. Be kind. Cheryl, please do not answer anything you do not feel comfortable with answering. Okay. Okay. I feel like I'm being interrogated. Do you miss doing Dancing with the Stars? Of course I miss Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars is my family, has been all two decades of my life, and I had some of the best memories ever. So why are you not there? Because, you know, it's time for me to do other things. I've been there for 26 seasons. Mm -hmm. And for me, you know, it's important that I continue to evolve. And if that's not with the show, then, okay, I have to, I think I've accomplished enough as a pro dancer on Dancing with the Stars that I found that, you know what, it's probably time. Now is the time to do it. I've talked about it for a while, as you know. Um, So I thought, you know, why not do it now? And you just felt like, even though you were still to me one of the, you know, and remain to be one of the best answers pros on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel that that wasn't enough anymore. Like your contribution, right. As an artist. Cause I, I think it's important for people to understand. It's like, you know, it's not ego that's talking. It's, it's literally as an artist, as yes. an artist, you felt, and some people can, will write it out like on King of Queens, you know, we could have kept going. And I asked Kevin, like, why are we ending the show? And he's like, Leah, we should leave when we're wanted, not when we're like, you know, a zero, zero point one in the ratings. Right. And it was very hard, you know, because Kevin felt like, look, unless we, you know, really do this child thing where, where Car- Doug and Carrie have children, you mm-hmm. know, which the show felt 
would be the end of the show because they that's why they've saved it for the last episode uh, because I felt we would just kind of go downhill if we actually enter children into the show. Really? And I, I'm wondering if it's a similar thing with you where it's not so much that you couldn't dance. It wasn't about your ego. No. I want to be this and you better see me as that. Is that you felt as a dancer, as a pro on the show, that you've kind of given everything that you could to the celebrities that you had ever, you know, been involved and yes and yes that is one side and then it's also what you said as well like you you want to feel wanted yeah you want to feel um in a way appreciated and also it could be both things it could be the fact that i know my actual potential and i maybe felt like okay i did that already right now where is there to go because you've won there's only one way to go because you've won right i won twice but it doesn't mean that i should have left back in 2007 either right right right. i just feel like where i am and all the work that i've done Mm -hmm. self-work it's important that i after i separated from my ex that it was important that i continue on this path towards growing and evolving right So I don't know, whatever, however anyone wants to interpret that, I just felt like I was doing the same thing over and over again, which is a great thing to do over and over again. I'm grateful. I understand that this is once in a lifetime, but so, so is my life. And so is anybody's life. It's important that I challenge myself a little bit more and it's not with the show, I guess, you know, unfortunately. No, I understand that. I really do. And I, and I think what, what uh, also people should know, because I don't know that they know because I know. I know how difficult it was for you um, because, like you said, you wanted to give so much. I know that all the pros want to give so much to their celebrity, but there's only so much you can do with somebody in five days. And in that five days, that celebrity really gets invested and really wanting to do well for you guys. But there's only so much that you could teach. You can't teach a professional rumba to somebody who's never rumba. Right, 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 right. You're not serving your celebrity in a way that you would really want to, especially being a teacher, right? Because you, you know, anybody, like not everybody who's, you know, a dancer should be a teacher and they're not teachers. No, those are two different job titles. Absolutely. So it's difficult, but... I also yes, know it's an art on its own. And I also know for you what I what I admire about you and I always say this about you is you are somebody who wants to keep trying something new. So no, you didn't have another show to go to. You don't have a dance tour. You don't have which to me was a scarier move because mm-hmm. you didn't have your next move plotted out. You just mm-hmm. knew this is no longer fulfilling me and it's serving me serving and it's disingenuous for me to be taking these people's money, taking another pro spot for something that I'm no longer feeling I'm contributing. And that's contributing to me other than financially. Right. Because that's, I mean, look, yeah, yes. And that too, it's yeah. everything. It's, yeah. it's the fact that I grew up on this show and I grew up with these people and also with all of this, these different options that yeah. it, it all was everything, right? It can yeah. be everything. Yeah. And I'm still grateful for the, my time. But yeah. I also know in what, how much more am I going to do what I've been doing from 2006 up until now? And then also feel like, okay, well, maybe it's just not for me to do other things and be a part of a different role on this show. Right. But that was what was next for me. Right. Now, 
even though I believe that that doesn't mean that anyone else did. And that's okay too. So I have to now look at myself in the mirror and be like, am I happy with who I see and what I've accomplished? And I feel like I had closed this chapter a while ago, Yes, regardless of what anyone else thinks. And and I honestly, Cheryl, it's so admirable because you don't have your next. And sometimes it, you know. But I am my next project. Like this was it. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, you know, yeah, you actually wouldn't, wouldn't quit something, yeah. right? And then, mm-hmm. you know, and so I, I think what you did is extremely brave and it's okay. It's scary. And it, it's I'm scary. in the same position, Cheryl. I don't, you know, when we left Scientology, you know, and and even today, you know, decisions that I make, I don't know what I, I have to be comfortable with not having the answer. I just know that this doesn't feel good or this doesn't feel right to me now. And I have to make a change, period. What no, doesn't feel right? No, to I'm just you. saying anything. Any just dis- in anything admit, in general. Yeah. Got like it. You have to take the next step when you can't see the stairs, right? Where you can't mm-hmm. see the bridge, where you can't you know, no, sometimes yes. it's just about faith. Okay. Here we go. You if you started the show today with the knowledge that you have, what would you have changed in how you approached each new season? The comparison is what was killing me in my head. I think it was the fear. First of all, I think in a way, everyone's like, what was your rock bottom? Mm -hmm. Because I'm sober, obviously. My rock bottom was my success. And I always say this because I think in a way, it it was like I hit that peak. If you want to just look at the material world, Mm -hmm. as far as mirror balls go, I did that my very first two seasons. And then it was like, oh, who's this new person coming in? Oh, who's this? And I, oh, then I started taking the purpose and the premise of the show away from my brain, meaning I made it about me instead of about my celebrity. Mm -hmm. And I think as soon as I started doing that, I started trying to compete and not for the good intentions of what the show was about. That's what I was saying. And I took myself and I made. I made it dancing with Cheryl instead of dancing with the star right. that I was dancing with. That's when my, that was my rock bottom was right. just peaking almost too soon. Wow, Cheryl, that's extremely um, self-reflective and and big of you to see and admit. Thank you. Proud of you. All right, ready? Thanks. Thank you. Next question. Do you wish you hadn't said who your worst partner was? Absolutely. I regret that. You and do? I've, I actually emailed Ian Ziering. Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, you shouldn't before. have said his freaking name again, Cheryl, because people who didn't know. Oh, anyway, well, I don't care. Go ahead. It's okay. All I'm right. okay to take okay. accountability. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, it, it, look, I made a mistake. And I, even though the tone of the podcast that I was doing at the time is... Mm-hmm. It's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. I know I hurt his feelings Mm -hmm. and I shouldn't have said that. And yes, absolutely. I do regret that. I used to say I have no regrets. No, but I regret when it has and involves a joke involves somebody's like actual feelings. It's just not cool because I wouldn't want that to be done to me. So um, I hope he accepts my apology. Oh, you don't know if he does or not? Well, he did respond to the email, okay. but like it was you shorter. You don't know if he just, actually really does. You know, I don't know until yeah. I see him, I am, you know, I but I'd love for him to come on the pod. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh yeah, my God. Yes. It's up to him. Let's, yeah. let's let your fans start to tell him go on the podcast. Okay. Think you guys having a cleansing moment. Like I had with Julie Moonbess, you know, like. Wait, what happened with that again? You know, baby, like. No, I know, know that, that my we, listeners don't. You know that we re- reconnected and we made up. That's what I'm saying. Yes, I know. Okay. I know. But, but what I'm saying is, you know, it's always like nice to be able to heal pieces of ourselves, Mm -hmm. whether or not, and I'm not saying you need to bring back toxic people in your life. Like you don't, you don't need to forgive, forgive. You don't need to like, 
you know, become best friend. No, you don't no. need to become best friend. You don't need to enter into an, a relationship with them again if you don't want that relationship in your yeah. life anymore. However, um, saying your piece without thinking you're going to get anything back um, just kind of heals a little piece of your heart. Of course. Like, you, like I sent apologies and still block the person. I just, because <laughs> I didn't want any thing back just i wanted them to know that i apologize you wanted to make amends my it's, it's in the 12 step my yes part. yes exactly yes no i and it does make you feel better it does hey guys this is paris hilton trapped in treatment is back and this season we're taking on wasp they held us in dog cages they starved us they beat us they burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Was season 17 your favorite season? Be honest. Duh. That's a one word answer. No, seriously. No, it was. Okay. And so I'm forget gonna... about you for a second. Yes. It was It was honestly, I have to say still to this day, who is your favorite partner? I get asked this constantly and it's plural because I've been on the show forever. Mm. But Jack Osborne was one of them. Yes. And it wasn't because we won because we didn't. It wasn't because about how far we went. It's purely because of just the person. I always say this. I don't, I'd much rather have a partner who I can actually communicate and respect on a mm -hmm. human to human level yes. than actually dance with someone who may not um, be able to communicate as well and, and be a good dancer. I've had different types and I've had those two options. With Jack, it was a journey. He was dealing with MS, still is, but like it was just, it meant more than a cha-cha. It meant more than a paddle. And then on top of it, the camaraderie, obviously, that's when I met you. That's when, you know, it was just different back then and not different in a bad way. I'm not saying this in a negative way. It was just, it was a different show, just like it was different back in season two than it was 17, you know? Okay, and, this, just, and this is my opinion. This is just my opinion, but I believe that it became less, I, I think a lot of the times the pros had bigger names than the celebrities that were on the show. And I also think the judging, um, you know, without Len, it's difficult because, you know, he is truly the godfather. But he's also, I mean, you could tell me, Cheryl, but he really is the only accomplished ballroom dancer. Mm -hmm. So this is the rest of what I wrote. So it's crazy that you said this. Okay, listen to this. Same with your interview. <laughs> listen, because I go, was season 17 your favorite season, right? Like, you answered this, but this is the rest of it. I said, because knowing you, and subsequent seasons and watching you with subsequent partners, I could honestly say, I feel you were the most chill and happy with Jack mm. Osborne. And why do you think that was? And it, it's so true because I, I have known you since, and I've seen you with other partners and you've tried very hard, but there was something very special about you and Jack. And, mm. you know, Tony and I used to come and visit you and in, in, in your mm -hmm. dance rehearsal and nobody really did that. Like that wasn't cool, I guess. But show and tell you were no. always coming into our room and we were always going into your room. And, you know, Jack welcomed me. And I for me, seeing Jack, the dealing with what he was dealing with mentally and physically. And I, I said to you, even that night, I said, Cheryl, you guys should have won because Jack made mm. the most um, improvement. Like to me, that's what the show should be. It's not because Jack went from really literally not dancing to this beautiful dance that you did with him in a tuxedo or what was it, tails? I don't remember, but yeah, it was our freestyle in his tail suit. I remember just crying. I was, oh, I was crying. That's how much you yes, can tell yes. that like, and that has a lot to do with how yes. hard I work for my celebrity as well. I know you're like, so invested uh, and, and he just gave it back. My sarcasm, he just threw it in my face right back. I love it all. The care that you had with Jack, like it really showed you guys had a real relationship. I mean, I cried, you mm -hmm. cried. And I just, uh, I saw you so invested, Cheryl, like, and not that you weren't invested in, in other seasons that I've seen you in, but your heart was with Jack. And I think that's important. These connections are very important. And I, and I think mm -hmm. sometimes the show, including me, including you, the pros, the producers, everybody, kind of lose sight of why the relationship here actually is important, right? And it's the heart of the, the show. heart of the show because it does come across and people were voting for you guys and keeping you in it. 
And uh, I only wish that I was there with you. But also staying with the journey. Like this is why the reality of what's happening in the studios is very important to capture. I think like with former uh, showrunners, you know, I'm not saying it's wrong or right, but like what was missing was that you could see that the packages were a little scripted, you know, and and now with Conrad back, I think it's going back to like the reality of the situation because how how does anyone get invested if it's not real, like in general? I agree. I mean, I haven't seen you know? it yet because it, to me, it's falling away from again traditional. Like Lynn would have, yeah. you know, been very strict about. Like, I want to see a cha cha. You would have been actually. Ple- yeah. You would have been pleasantly surprised with Latin night. It was all Latin music. Okay, but that's yes, one night. But I would have liked to. I want to see that throughout the show, right? And totally. Again, which is why not only is Lynn going to be missed, but it just his presence. He was such a big presence and off off camera. Um, you know, when, as you know, you've had a relationship with him, but my experience there, he was so, um, even when I, when I was there as a dancer, he was always so kind to me in the hallways. I mean, it wasn't like a, you're not allowed to talk to them. You're allowed to talk to them. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But he, and hopefully you can get a note or two, but yeah, he, you know, he was, they're like, he was always the like, feet. relax. Like he was the only one that ever yeah. really said like, relax, you're doing great. You're not a dancer. Just enjoy your time here. Aww. And you know, this is the kind of wisdom that you get from people who are not in it, you know, for like, you know, whatever reason. Right. But, mm-hmm. but in it for the love of dance and, and like, that's why Len doesn't give a shit, uh, you know, the response of the audience, because he's telling you the truth and he's telling you what, Oh, this is what, this is this man's work. So if he says it wasn't, right. it wasn't great period, like right. speaking. Right. And you know, you, I, I just, it's it, anyway, but he's uh he was a, a beautiful man and so gracious off screen and um, he's just missed, I'm sure. He um, never um, sugarcoated anything. Like what you see on screen was yes. what he is. And it's done with love. And it's person. done with love. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the thing. It's like when I give a note to somebody, yeah. like it's because I care. Like when I, when I don't care, I go, oh, that looks great. That's awesome. Like, because I'm like unnotable. So there's no point. In- and that was the love for ballroom. Like, honestly, exactly. and that's the thing I'm seeing now, yes. actually, is that like there was a quick step done and we were supposed to stay in hold and they were not in hold, whoever I forgot. Yeah. But he, that would have been not okay. And so the challenge of Dancing with the Stars is to ballroom dance. Right. No matter what, right? right? That's what the challenge is. It's not to do anything you want. It's not a free-for-all. And I think that now you're losing the challenge. That's what I'm saying. But, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you have somebody who's doing, you know, a very pared down, you know, dance, right? But it's technically difficult, technically correct. And, you know, it doesn't have all the hoopla and a salsa, the jazz, yeah, yeah you know, the gimmicks, bullshit, because I don't like none of that bullshit. Yeah, I didn't no, like it when I was there, when we did all that stuff. Like, I was like, listen, I want to do a cha-cha. I want to do a rumba. I want to, you know, I want to do a samba. Like, if I'm doing a ballroom show, I want to do ballroom, right? I want to learn it. And now I'm learning it, right? Because I I really did want to learn it. No, yeah. Um, I think this is also a reason why maybe I left a little bit too. Is it that, must be difficult, right? You know, it, th- my expert, my expertise. I wasn't. Um, I didn't get trained in other styles. I've only been trained in ballroom, and I think that when you know you are the only one, let's say, left in a way. I know Danielle and Pasha, but this is even before they joined. Mm-hmm, yeah, it feels like where. But so then I'm no longer needed when I have to feel when I'm insecure about getting a contemporary routine, let's say, and I'm like dreading it. How do you think my celebrity is going to feel? You know, like it's like we've lost for me. I was hired because I knew ballroom. Right. 
And then what, you know, it kind of veered off, but that's okay. And again, the show evolves. I evolve. We all evolve as humans, whether you like it or not. Cheryl, that's like me being asked to do a sitcom and then do, you know, like you're, you're all right. You're a girl from Brooklyn. Now do Macbeth. You know, it's like, what, what are you talking? I don't have an English accent. (laughs) What are you talking about? Like, get somebody who does this. I don't do this. I I have long, I've got acrylic nails. I got like (laughs) Swarovski, like I'm not the girl for this. You know what I mean? And and by the way, I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't want to do those types of things. So I understand you have. Same. So I and I and I think it's important. You know, Cheryl, we should just do our own ballroom show and thing. Maybe do a. I mean, yeah, uh, we should just do anyone listening. We we want to do we want to we want a traditional ballroom. And by the way, still appreciate. No, the I mean smiles. traditional. Like the the people need to all dance together yes. on this f- same dance floor, yes. same dance, yes. and nobody knows the song until it plays. That's a traditional yes. freaking competition. Yes, with ju- with ballroom judges, like from black, I mean, like you know, like, yeah, yeah. And you can be a judge too. No, I don't want to because I'd like to speak my mind. They don't speak. No, no, no. You can be the one that speaks their mind, and then we'll have, oh, like, oh, a, like, I'll be the really, voice of reason. Yeah, then we'll have like an uptight technical judge, and then you, like the mouth. Oh, that, that'll be me. Then we'll like get somebody like Max so you can argue. Like I want to see some arguing. Oh, right. I want to see some, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I like it. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was 
before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, that was all the questions I had for you, Cheryl. I think. Oh, we should think of some rapid fire because this is what the highlight is. I don't, why do, everyone rapid, tunes I don't, in. I don't do that nonsense. No, I don't want to get my friend in trouble in any way. I love you. Okay. You want a rapid fire question, Cheryl? Sure. Let's end off with something positive. Okay. Dancing with the stars. I mean, this whole thing is positive in my eyes. But I agree. Dancing with the stars has been life changing. It has been. Um, it has allowed me to figure out who I am as a woman. It has a, it has freed me from being inside my head, which was back in the day, mm-hmm. someone who was insecure and didn't have a voice. Yeah. It has given me the platform and in a way has given me a lot of self-esteem to continue and move forward. And honestly, back in the day when I was 21 moving here, I wasn't even able to put two words together. Yeah. Um, and so... You know, like I said in, during my retirement, like this has been the most incredible experience. And I've met such inc- amazing people that I will forever be friends with Yes, because of this show. There's been yeah. a through line and this through line has been Dancing with the Stars. Yes. And by the way, just to be fair, don't be so precious Dancing with the Stars. You're allowed to get some notes like we get no- notes every day. I get notes every fucking day. The on my, show on social. Yeah. yeah. Like it's okay to take some notes. Like you can improve. We could all improve. Yeah. You're not impervious to change and to getting notes from people to make the show better. Like everybody loves the show. That's why we talk about it because we want right. it to be better. You're just stepping into our living room. Like you're just stepping into me and Leah's conversation every yes, day. Like exactly. there's nothing negative about this whatsoever. And by the way, there's it's nothing negative about be- people telling me, you know, you could be a better interview. Shut up when people are talking. Like I take a note. Okay. I'm trying. I know yeah. I interrupted you 10 times, but you know, I'm aware of it now. Well, I wasn't aware of it before my. And I definitely interrupted you. That's what I do. But that's okay. We could learn and we could evolve. And, I, you know, no one's set, setting out to hurt anybody's feeling. I'm still a fan of the show. You're still a fan of the show. We still want it to continue. Tom Bergeron's still a fan. Exactly. Everyone's a fan. And the only reason why people are talking about it is because they care. They were hurt or they want, they still wanted to be part of it or didn't like the way it ended. And they have a right to say that. Don't be so precious, everybody. Amen. And I love you. I love you more. And I'm so proud of your growth. Like even with everything, because you have a right to feel the way you feel about, you know, your experience Thank there. You. 
but but that you're growing through it, right? And we're not gonna, this is the best therapy ever. But listen, we're not gonna be perfect when we're talking and healing and trying to manage our feelings. Like she's I'm also girl. still grieving. Exactly. Hello, my name is Cheryl She's Burke. Walking. I was a part of a show for exactly. 17 years. I'm grieving. And my new job is to watch it still as I'm grieving. Exactly. But that's not a bad, bad thing. And it's nobody, not negative. Nobody has a right to say you can only heal by saying positive things. Like this Who is says part that? of healing. Who said that to you, Leah? Nobody. We'll talk about that saying, later. I'm just saying if there's any criticism about it. There is. That, that shit needs to stop. People have a right to heal. And if they say hurtful things... Guess what? She'll apologize. Guess what? She'll realize it maybe a year down the line. Too. Maybe she'll never realize it. Maybe she obviously. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Maybe she was never wrong in the first place. Maybe she's saying exactly what she should say per her therapist or th- per psychology or like, you know what I mean? Like her you, me. It doesn't matter. I'm just giving an example. Like, no, you know, I know nobody has a right to say that's the right way to heal and you should only open your mouth when you're completely healed and have exactly the right thing to say. This is part of the journey. A feeling. Yes. And also I can't help but even ask you this question too. Like obviously I am ruffling some feathers because I wasn't invited to do the tribute, which is fine. I totally, it's not about me. Mm -hmm. It's about Len Mm -hmm. and whatever that is. So be it. And I made peace with it. Mm -hmm. But I just, my hope is not to be invited. Believe me, it's just to have people understand that I am still so in love with this show. I will forever be a fan. And I respect all every single person involved. I respect them so much. And I understand. I get it. But again, like you said, this, I have a right to my feelings and point. And so does everyone on the show who comes on. Exactly. Yeah. And let let it let it be. Let the person let it be. Yes. Yeah. I love you. I love you, honey. Thank you. Thank you. I'll see you soon. Get to bacon. Shut up. <laughs> I'm still not baking cheesecake. You are. You, you already said yes. That's so disgusting. Ew. You put like a bunch of cream cheese in like yeah, like in my nails. Do you hear what I'm I love you, everybody? <laughs> you hear what I? Have? By the way, I sh- I have the same suit jacket or similar. You do. Can't wait to wear it. Yeah. Oh my god, we're gonna twinsies. Okay. Okay. Thank you for listening, everybody. Love you. Make sure you guys follow us at Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on our Instagram handle. And make sure you comment. Let me know who you want me to interview. What do you all think? Let me know. Hey, guys. This is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back. And this season, we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.